Welcome to Transformation in 10, bringing you expert insights for navigating the transformations impacting application delivery. This podcast is presented by Tricentis and brought to life by our special guests across the quality, DevOps, cloud, and business worlds. Hello there, listeners. It's your host, Emma Pete. It's that time again to talk to one of our in-house Tricentis experts. And today we have Eric Taburin, Vice President of Sales in the Health and Life Sciences Vertical at Tricentis, and a true entrepreneur, having co-founded TX3 Services. Welcome, Eric. How are you today? I'm doing great. I'm excited to be here. Thanks, Emma. Brilliant. It's really good to have you. And yeah, relatively new here at Tricentis. It's always good to get to know colleagues. You joined us back in March. I'm sure it feels like time has flown. And that was after the exciting news that Tricentis acquired TX3 services. And that was with the goal ultimately to help health and life science organizations adopt best practices. And that's for ensuring compliance and also to keep pace with today's digital world. Born out of this partnership is Tricentis Vera, which is a leading one-stop digital validation solution. Uh, and that's nicely reflected by the fact that Vera is actually an acronym for Validated Electronic Record Approval. And Eric, as I mentioned, you are a co-founder of Vera TX3 Services when it was conceived back in 2014. And I believe you spent over 20 years working in the health and life sciences sector. Yeah, it's a long time. <laughs> you make me old. So yeah, let, let's get into this topic and touch on some of your experience. So to set the scene, the life sciences industry is presented with a challenge, many challenges, but one of them is balancing compliance with innovation. So why is this so prominent today? Yeah, it's, it's a great question, Emma. And I, I, I guess starting at the foundation, life science companies have to adhere to these regulations. It's a critical part of manufacturing drug products and medical devices to make sure that they're safe and effective. But the problem we see is, is that as technology advances in more of an exponential fashion, the regulations really have a hard time keeping up. And if you think about it, it's, this isn't just in life sciences. You think of tax law, at least in the U.S., and, and how that's failed to keep up pace with how people buy things over the internet and, and other things. So that's one big challenge. The other challenge is just simply human nature. People resist change to things, particularly around compliance, that they don't understand. And they just want to continue to do things the way they've done it in the past. So this is a paradigm that that we at TX3 and now at, at Tricentis are, are working hard to change because the benefits that this technology offers really demand that people look at them. So it's incumbent on us to help provide the information that these new capabilities provide so these companies can start to leverage it to improve their compliance and reduce the overall business risk. And as you as you said, in these highly regulated industries, you have not only maybe some of the more legacy tools and systems and more archaic ways of working, but people that are more conservative. There's that sense of trepidation. Fear is a big driver. Yes, yes. <laughs> and, you know, as, as you say, as tech grows exponentially, that's soaring in terms of where, where we're going there in an agile and DevOps world. Of course, the pressure is on, um, you know, in such a highly regulated sector. You've got sure. um, checkboxes to tick. <laughs> and for such, you know, a worthy field as well. And one that, you know, gives us me and I'm sure our listeners reassurance that that is taking place. But 
you know, for, for people working in that field, it comes with its challenges. So that's a great way to set the scene, I think. And you have a history in sales. So you're used to talking to those on the front line Indeed. about their, their challenges. So <laughs> you have a real good understanding there. So that's a little bit about why. Now the question is how. So how do you propose organizations make sure that they're providing best delivery practices and innovation whilst meeting these compliance needs? And these are compliance regulations, as I understand it, from the FDA, the Food and Drug Association, and GXP have very stringent requirements too. So, And it's not just the FDA, it's, it's, it's regulatory agencies across the uh, world. Yes. They're, they're very similar regulations. And these, these regulatory agencies and, and the FDA specifically want these companies to take what they call a common sense approach to compliance. And I think people forget, they forget this at times. And I'll give you a simple example. The FDA came out with this concept of taking a risk-based approach to compliance many years ago. And when this, this concept of risk-based approach to validation came out, a lot of the industry quickly adopted it and did their evaluations and assessed everything at the highest risk classification that there was. Oh, wow! So it really defeated the purpose. <laughs> and uh, for me and, and for TX3, I, I think what, what was most important is to help guide these people or these companies to be able to defend their decisions. So to defend the decision around a validation approach or how you classify a requirement. And if you can defend your decision and explain how you arrive there, you'll be fine. So I think that's, that's really critical. Yeah, sure. Defense of the likes of you know, digital validation as opposed to historically being very paper heavy, you know, evidencing um, that you're hitting these compliance. And I like to bring up testing as well, being from Tricenus in the, the field that we're in. So I'm interested in, I mean, I guess, yeah, testing plays a role there. It avoids that bottleneck in making sure that organizations can release with confidence as well. Absolutely. And even the advent and the adoption of automated testing is playing a critical role in how these companies can achieve their compliance more rapidly and more effectively over time. Sure. And risk-based analysis is something that also pervades the automation space. Yeah. Something we hear a lot. So awesome. And, you know, in terms of how paper validation has evolved in life sciences, you know, speed of delivery, confidence in release, how would you say from your perspective you've seen with your with your clients and out there in the field, how has this impacted the quality of work and delivery? Yeah, so I want to talk about paper-based validation a little bit. And there's a term called, a lot of people use paperless validation, and it's an interesting term. And I view this term of paperless validation of just simply signing electronic documents, and, and maybe there's an automated workflow behind that. And this is a much better approach from a quality standpoint than wet signatures on paper documents. If you have this automated workflow, you can pretty much assure the process is being followed and it's repeatable time after time. The problem with that approach is that you can't really leverage the value of the underlying data that resides in those documents. So we like to use a term called, we, we call it digital validation. And with digital validation, we manage the validation process at the data layer. So instead of signing an electronic document, we sign the individual validation elements or the signatures associated with the individual validation elements that historically would reside in that. I'll, I'll give you a simple example of, of a benefit there is it's very important from a compliance standpoint for these customers or companies 
to have this sense of traceability. So if you have a requirement, that requirement needs to trace to a test case, which needs to trace to a test execution, which could trace to a deviation. And if you're not managing the validation at the element level and all of those things reside in documents, that traceability becomes a very difficult thing to maintain. And most times it's an Excel spreadsheet that someone has to maintain manually. But if you implement a digital validation solution and you've, you have access to each of those individual validation elements, that trace, traceability becomes much easier. So that's just a, a very simple example of, of how you can improve quality with a digital approach over a document-centric approach. Sure. Thank you for that. And, you know, with Tricenter's Vera, I've read a, a couple of times that it is more than just, you know, your, your signature, as you said, it's that uh, deeper level validation, which I'm sure gives a lot of peace of mind and uh, leaves people feeling a lot less vulnerable, employees and both consumers, uh, knowing that they're, yeah, that has that digital traceability. Yeah, I like to think so. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And you're shedding all that cumbersome Excel spreadsheet work <laughs> as well. And in terms of uh, Tricenter's Vera and originally TX3, you know, as a, as a co-founder, you obviously approach that with a real drive. You know, you don't found a company unless you have a real drive to do so for positive change in that industry. So I'm curious to know what motivated you actually to, to drive this change and create this product. So early in, in my career and, and when I got into life sciences, I, I was always taken aback by people telling me, asking them why they were doing things from a validation or compliance standpoint. And they said, well, we're doing it that way because we've always done it that way. And they have this concept of validation as it's simply a checkbox. And that's not what validation was intended for. The process of validation should actually give you benefit. The benefit can't just be that checkbox. So our view at TX3 has always been that validation should actually add value. And we believe that by fundamentally changing how validation is managed, companies can start to unlock that value. And in particularly the value of the data that they're collecting as part of that validation process. So going back to the quality aspect and giving it context is very meaningful. Yeah, exactly. And I, I understand you co-founded with your partner, Josem Tepfenhart. And I'm guessing you, you obviously had a shared uh, vision there. For sure. And yeah, Jason started his career actually uh, working for a life science company in the lab. So he brought the deep um, life sciences expertise to the table from a validation standpoint. And mine was more on the on the sales end. So yeah, it was a good partnership. Still is. Yeah, that's brilliant. I mean, what a, it's been what, over 15 years that you've worked together now, probably maybe longer. I mean, that's formal. So yeah, yeah it must be something, something good going on there. That's, that's great. And I want to ask now to pivot to a more succinct answer, but I did hear you answer actually previously in three words, what makes TX3 special, which was reliability and consultative. So uh, I know you've got it in you. So in 10 words or less, what would your best advice be for organizations in regulated fields who are undergoing digital transformation journeys? What would you say? That's a very, very interesting question. And, and I, I think... Um, I'm not sure if I'll have to count the words here, but I, I think <laughs> companies need to take the time and understand the actual risk. Many companies have this, their perceived risks and they're very powerful and they drive very costly decisions. But if they take the time to understand the actual risk 
and shed some of their archaic perceptions, I think that they'll they'll be able to take advantage of some some real benefits that that technology and different processes have in store for them. Brilliant. That's a great that's a great one. Yeah. There's no rush if you want to do it right. Do take the time and understand the market and and your customers. And finally, let's get our magic ones out. If you could change one thing about the application development world, what would that be? I've heard you discuss removing complacency. This is more in the context of like from your own experience, but that success can breed complacency. Maybe today you have a different take on something you might change. I mean, there's any any number of things you could say here, but I did like that. Yeah, I, I think it's it's for me, it's it's all f- focused around risk and, and really it's taking the time to understand both the technology and taking the time to to understand how the current process is holding them back. Pharmaceutical companies leverage technology in a lot of different areas, very advanced technology. In compliance, it's kind of like an anchor holding the rest of the organization back. And it's really something that needs to change to to bring these drugs and medical devices and, and products to market much more quickly and more cost effectively. So yeah, if we can somehow accelerate the the understanding and the acceptance of these types of solutions, I think we go we come a long way. Brilliant. I couldn't agree more there. Well, that marks the end of our of our chat today, Eric. But it's been wonderful to get to know you and thanks for sharing your story. Likewise. Thank you very much for having me. It's been my pleasure. Oh, excellent. And yeah, this is a, an industry and a challenge that's not going to go away anytime soon. And I'm excited to see, you know, how we move forward with Tricenters Vera. It's exciting time for us, for sure. Definitely. Um, there's so much I could talk to you about. I, I noticed on your LinkedIn that you're a ski instructor, for example. I was trying to think I of am. some tenuous. Yes. <laughs> really cool. I was trying to think of tenuous, maybe a fail fast uh, <laughs> link there for technology. We could save that for another time. <laughs> yeah, that would be fun. I would love to do that. <laughs> so thank you, Eric, for your time today and coming on Transformation in 10. And uh, yeah, I'm sure we'll catch up in the not too distant. So. Thanks very much, Emma. My pleasure. Take care. Thank you. As ever, many thanks for listening. Until next airtime.